Coming up on 5-Minute News. New York governor begs for help amid staggering death toll. Trump falters as the self-proclaimed president of manufacturing. And how far will $1,200 stimulus checks go? It's Tuesday, March 31. I'm Anthony Davis. New York's governor issued an urgent appeal for medical volunteers yesterday amid a staggering number of deaths from the coronavirus, saying, please come help us in New York now. And tens of thousands of retired or sidelined nurses and doctors were already answering the call. The plea from Governor Andrew Cuomo came as the death toll in New York State climbed past 1,200, with most of the victims in the big city, and authorities warned that the crisis pushing New York's hospitals to the breaking point is just a preview of what other cities across the US could soon face. Cuomo said the city needs one million additional healthcare workers. At the same time the governor's appeal went out, a Navy hospital ship, also sent to the city after 9-11, pulled into port with a 1,000 beds to help relieve pressure on New York's hospitals. And an estimated 80,000 former medical professionals were stepping up to volunteer. Three quarters of a million people around the world have become infected and over 35,000 have died, according to a running count kept by Johns Hopkins University. The US reported over 140,000 infections and more than 2,500 deaths, with New York City the nation's worst hotspot, but New Orleans, Detroit and other cities are also seeing alarming clusters. Dr Anthony Fauci, the US government's top infectious disease expert, similarly warned that smaller cities are likely about to see cases take off the way they have in New York City. The crisis in China, where the outbreak began in late December, continued to ease. Yesterday, China reported 31 new COVID-19 cases, among them just one domestic infection, and the city at the centre of the disaster, Wuhan, began reopening for business as authorities lifted more of the controls that locked down tens of millions of people for two months. When Donald Trump came to office, he promised a new day with America's manufacturers, casting himself as the first president who understood their needs. He toured factory floors, often handing out his signature hats. Yet in the first national crisis that requires harnessing American manufacturing ingenuity and ramping up production of ventilators, perhaps the most crucial piece of equipment for patients in crisis, the White House's ability to gather the power of American industry crumbled. It was unable to communicate how many ventilators it would need or how quickly it would need them. Mr Trump set states off on a mad scramble to find their own, leading to bidding wars against one another. Even today, it is unclear who is deciding where the new American production will be directed, to the highest bidders or to the cities that need them most. Had the president acted sooner, thousands of new ventilators would probably be coming off production lines next month, when they are likely to be desperately needed. 
Industry executives made the point that while the Defence Production Act enabled the White House to create the illusion of decisive executive action, it did not solve the nuts and bolts problem of gearing up scores of suppliers or creating made-in-America production lines where few exist. Mr Trump came to this crisis belatedly, but once he did, he has tried to portray himself as a wartime president, one who is making use of all of America's talents to fight an invisible but devastating enemy. But in this case, Mr Trump sought the language of wartime action without the responsibility for making it happen. But still, no one knew how many ventilators were already in the market, where they would be needed first, or how many more companies could be expected to make them. And it was complicated by the fact that many of the largest manufacturers had moved operations offshore to Ireland, Switzerland, and of course, China. Americans earning less than $75,000 a year will receive a one-time cash payment of $1,200 as part of the $2 trillion economic plan to provide relief from the COVID-19 pandemic. Individuals earning between $75,000 and $99,000 will receive a lower payment based on a sliding scale. But a look at household finances reveals that cash injection might not last long for those affected by the coronavirus pandemic. The Bureau of Labor Statistics publishes detailed information about household spending, everything from pets to fresh fruits and health care. The data shows that the COVID-19 aid package would support the average person earning less than $75,000 for less than two weeks. Even those earning less than $15,000 a year still have average monthly outgoings of $1,653, meaning that the cash payment would tide over people in the lowest income group for less than a month. Other, less wealthy countries are being far more generous with financial compensation during the pandemic, with monthly payments covering all or most of a person's salary and significant support for small businesses. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.